What's up, y'all? It's Ash Cash, the financial motivator. I'm excited about today's show because we got, yo, we got a lot of good information for you. Yo, number one, yo, Swiss Beats wants to create rapper reparations. No Kid Hungry Foundation says, nah, I'm good to Takashi's 200000 donation. Uber wants to buy Grubhub. And there's another stimulus package that's on the market that they're trying to push through and many, many more. Make sure you tune in. And, oh, yeah, of course, we answer some financial questions as well. So tune in to this episode of the Ash Cash Show. Joe, I ain't talking about rich. I'm talking about wet, wet, wet. Money ain't a thing. Money ain't a thing. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. We can talk, but money talk. So talk money. Ash Cash Show. Ash Cash Show. Good morning. Welcome to the Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, theashcashshow.com. Watch us live on YouTube by going to ashcashtv.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, we're on Periscope, we're on Twitch. So today uh, today is Wednesday, May 13th, uh, 2020. Um, and so I want to I wanna tackle the, the top news um, for you, which is, uh, so first let, let's, let's, let's talk about uh, the stocks. So let's talk about the markets. As of close of business, uh, May 12th, 2020, the NASDAQ was down. Um, 2.06%. Uh, the S&P 500 was down uh, 2.05%. Dow Jones was down 1.89%. Gold is up. Gold is up for 0.40%. Uh, 10-year uh, Treasury is down 4.4 bips. Uh, and oil is up 5.5%. And so uh, in the first news, um, the Supreme Court is deciding... Uh, whether they want to release Trump's financial records. Uh, and so when you look at uh, the Supreme Court, so this this has been been going on for a while where, um, you know, Trump is um, not releasing his statements, right? So he's not releasing his statements. Um, and they're going back and forth trying to figure out whether um, they should release or ask or force him uh, to release his uh, financial records. Um, some of the reasons why um, there this is even, you know, even a thing uh, is because uh, there, you know, there's investigations going on. There's still investigations on a, you know, on a, on a sitting president. Uh, but there's um, investigations going on about some crimes uh, that potentially could be solved by releasing the financial records, right? And so they're saying, like, he might have falsified his um, his financial records to reduce, like, the amount of taxes he paid. Uh, but then also, uh, when you think about, um, you know, there were there were women that came out that said that that he he assaulted them, um, and um, you know those cases just went away. And so so people are saying that that potentially he um, you know paid them hush money, which you know is illegal. 
Um, and so because of those things, that's why the Supreme Court, um, you know, they're, they're like half and half. Like, you know, they're, they're these cases and they're saying, listen, he's like, I know I'm not giving my, my you know, my financial records. Um, and so some people are saying, you know, some people or some some of the justices uh, within the Supreme Court are saying, hey, listen, um, we have to allow us to see his records because at the end of the day, if we don't see his records, then, you know, it, it becomes almost like a dictatorship. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if you had, like, President Nixon or President Clinton, which were the two um, people who, uh, or presidents that were uh, subject to, like, uh, you know, investigations and things of that nature, like what would happen uh, if they weren't allowed to be investigated, you know what I mean? But then also um, on the other side, some of the ju justices are saying that if they do allow Trump to show his financial records, this could open up a precedent uh, going forward for, you know, people to sue the president and, you know, allow, you know, um, harassment uh, from that perspective. So, um, so yeah, so, so I think, I think that is, uh, definitely, uh, something to, uh, to look, to keep an eye on. Um, there aren't any, um, you know, they, they didn't rule on anything. And so just, you know, um, and some are saying they're not going to rule till after 2020, which, um, I think that, in, you know, to have, this is just a weird case to have a president uh, who has all of these things going on and still, uh, is in office making decisions where those decisions uh, or, or finding out whether he cheated on taxes and things of that nature affect his decision making and policies like it's just kind of a, a weird thing to me. And um, again, you don't want to set, set, set a precedent um, for uh, presidential harassment. Um, but the truth of the matter is that he was elected by the people, uh, but even being elected by the people. Um, you would you want your the person that the leader, right? And it's not even just the leader of the country. Like think about in any space that you're in, right? If you work for a company, uh, you would want your your leader uh, to to you know not everybody's perfect. So I'm not I'm not saying that you you know everybody's perfect, but you would want your leader to um, you know be held to the highest standard, right? Because you're leading, right? You should be held to the to highest standard. So um, that's just my two cents on that. Um, also, um, you know, health officials, um, you know, testifying to the Senate today or yesterday. Um, and so uh, Dr. Fauci, so, it's, you know, say top U.S. Uh, health uh, officials. So Dr. Fauci, um, you know, testified. They testified remotely uh, about COVID. Uh, and Dr. Fauci warned against, and we talked about this yesterday, but uh, he warned against uh, reopening the country uh, too quickly, saying that if, if if the states ignore federal guidelines, the U.S. Um, could see avoidable suffering and death. And I and I I, I find that um, you know he's using these 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 harsh words, right? Suffering and death. Um, and even where I I saw a report that said uh, that if the country opens up too soon, uh, they're projecting about 147,000 deaths uh, by. Um, you know, by August. Um, and, and, you know, Kish Ravlin says Fauci has a hand in all of this, which, which, you know, uh, we, what do you, what do you say that the evidence is, is, is pointing to it as well. So that's why I, you know, I take a lot of, a lot of this stuff at face value, you know, when you, when you think about, um, what's being said, I take it at face value, 
Uh, but I do um, encourage everybody to take precaution because, um, again, we're 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 getting, uh, you know, these 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 reports about how unsafe it is, how much death is going to still uh, keep happening. So, you know, just just be safe. Um, speaking of, of, of safe or speaking of the coronavirus, uh, this leads me to, um, you know, a proposed uh, bill. Right. So um, the House Democrats released um, a proposal um, and their proposal is um, this is the fourth one. Uh, the fourth relief package that they're, they're looking to, to put out. Uh, and the bill will introduce $875 billion for state and local government, uh, $175 billion uh, for testing and health care, uh, and $75 billion for housing assistance. Um, and this uh, adds up to $3 trillion uh, in total, which is the, the, the largest um, stimulus package ever proposed. So if it's passed, uh, it'd be the largest stimulus package ever, ever, you know, ever proposed. Um, and so, you know, what does that mean, right? Like, I, I don't want to just give you these numbers and uh, not allow you to understand uh, when you think about uh, what COVID-19 is doing to your wallet, what COVID-19 is doing to your money. Um, you know, I want to sort of explain what that means. And um, here's a couple of things that it, that it means, right? So number one, um, it could cost less money to it, it, co it could cost less to borrow money, um, and so um, it's definitely uh, you know COVID nineteen has definitely hurt a lot of profits, um, and you know we know that that we're we're in a recession, um, and you know this is just what you know just what it is, um, but what, what's happening is that the Fed. Uh, it's continuing to lower interest rates. In fact, uh, it's funny because um, President Trump recently was toying with the idea of uh, doing negative negative interest, right? And what does negative interest means, right? Negative interest, and this is this is like um, uh, something that um, I have never seen in my lifetime. I mean, I've heard of it. I've seen other countries do it, uh, but but what, what what that means is. Um, you know, there's negative interest, which would mean that if you have cash on hand, right, talking about banks and Federal Reserves and things of that nature, um, if you have cash on hand, uh, literally it it costs you, like you have to pay to keep cash in the bank, to keep cash in reserves, right? Um, and so negative interest is like um, this way. So we always, we've always heard inflation, but we've never heard of deflation, Right. And um, inflation is when, you know, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of money circulating or whatever the case may be holding on to cash um, and they're getting incentivized to do that. They're saying that if, if we go negative, uh, negative interest, that now it, it, it's going to it's going to cost banks uh, money to just keep the you know, they got to pay to keep cash and reserves so now they have to like you know uh give away money you know almost you know they have to start lending and they're, and they're thinking if it's if it's cheap to get money um and 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 rates are low or whatever the case may be then um you know people are going to borrow more people borrow more than they're going to uh, stimulate the economy um and so that's one thing that's being floated around. Um, and so that's that's one thing that COVID is doing. It, it might, you know, cost less to borrow money. Um, you might be able to, to get a break on your current debt, right? So lenders are getting um, more flexible uh, to help 
to, to release some financial pressures. And so that's uh, uh, sort of like a good thing uh, as it relates to your pockets uh, that, you know, that you might get a, a break on your current debt because they know, uh, you know, I know that, that the numbers are showing that uh, we're, we're almost at 60 million jobs uh, being lost. And so, um, you know, that's a possibility. That's how COVID-19 is, is potentially, uh, you know, uh, impacting your pocket. Um, you know, I, I just talked about this this uh, stimulus package. So you might uh, get more money from the government than usual because uh, even in this this new round of uh, stimulus package, they're they're proposing another fifteen hundred um, for uh, you know for individuals, but then up to six thousand for families. So if you have kids, uh, you know they're 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 proposing to get more money, and so uh, you may be able to see uh, more stimulus money uh, being being passed around. Um, and so that's that's definitely something that, um, you know, could could work in your favor. Uh, you know, I, I would caution or not caution, but I would just say uh, just as normal that as as money is being floated around to you, um, I know that the that the goal is to uh, create a, a system or create a, a, a way for people to start stimulating the economy by spending again. Um, and I think spending is, is, is necessary. Uh, but uh, as you're, you're thinking about. Uh, spending, as you're thinking about uh, this, these stimulus packages, uh, use it as an opportunity to really just take an assessment of where your finances are um, and, and really how to get on a good foot. Like, do not um, act in pa a panic mode because there, there is a wealth transfer happening right now. Um, and within that storm, within that wealth transfer, you could literally be in a, in a space uh, where you're um, you know, managing your finances, building a, a better foundation going forward. Um, I, I saw this. This was interesting. I saw that Twitter uh, will let almost all of its employees work from home permanently. That was great news because uh, they're noticing. Right. So if you're if you're Twitter um, and you are a you know digital company. There's a lot of uh, technology, a lot of things that can be done remotely where you don't necessarily have uh, to see your employees. Like you can have them work from home. Um, and in fact, uh, a lot of companies are seeing um, three hours, right? Like three hours um, uh, more pro uh, productivity time by people staying home opposed to having to come into the office. And so um, I think it's good. You know, I, I've been working from home. Uh, we're in 2020. So I've been working from home for about four years now. Um, I, yeah, I want to say about four years. So since about like 2016, um, I've been I've been working from home, not reporting to an office. Um, and I, and I, I want to say like, I, I, you know, I get a lot done, you know, like I was able to get a lot done uh, while working from home by, uh, you know, just being in a space where I kind of like literally wake up um, and don't have to travel and, and get so much done. And, and you know, you know, granted, um, the travel for me, you know, as an entrepreneur happens when I'm setting up meetings and things of that nature. But imagine having a nine to five and having a job, but never having to go to an office, you know, maybe once in a while for meetings or whatever, but like literally just waking up, you know, and I think that 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 gives um uh, balance, you know, like a, a work-life balance. Like we've been talking about work-life work balance for a while uh, where people are like working so, so hard and not seeing their family and things of that nature. Um, you know, COVID-19 is almost forcing uh, that to be a norm, which I'm not mad at because I think that for me, uh, that that was the joy of 
of being an entrepreneur and working from home was was the fact that when my kids were in school, you know, I was able to like drop my kids, you know, get my kids ready for school or you know, my or my son, my daughter gets herself ready. Still, uh, providing, still getting, you know, getting stuff done. So, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's dope that that Twitter is allowing its employees to to work from home. Um, you know, uh, almost permanently. I also think that this is a signal to other companies, you know, that um, this could be a trend. Um, but when you think about the, the trend, though, right, like you think about it being a trend, uh, the only the only caveat uh, to it being a trend uh, is that it's going to have uh, implications on real estate, right? So you think about from a real estate perspective, uh, you know, most of these big companies have invested, you know, a lot of money into their real estate to make their places of business uh, functional for employees. Um, and so now that if, if, if this becomes the norm, uh, then commercial real estate is really going to take a dive. And then we're going to figure out like what's going to happen to all of these big office buildings uh, that were built, uh, you know, to accommodate uh, businesses. And in fact, uh, when you think about um, you know, most most businesses are doing long term leases. Right. So most businesses are doing, uh, you know, 10 year uh, long term leases. But who you know, who's 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 going to what business would do a long term lease? Like I like like if I had, you know, 100 employees, I, I'm not, um, you know, doing a long term lease like I'm not. Uh, you know, signing on for 10 years, especially if you don't know what's going on. And so, uh, you know, keep keep an eye out on commercial real estate uh, because commercial real estate is definitely um, going to take a hit uh, if this becomes a norm. So if, if, if companies are now going to start allowing, um, you know, people to work from home, then commercial real estate is going to take a hit. Um, I, I, wa I want to go to cryptocurrency news. My guy Kish Ravlin would be proud of this. Um, I'm going to go to... Um, uh, cryptocurrency news and this is funny because I, I saw I saw something in the news that talked about how um, JP Morgan Chase uh, sees the future in cryptocurrency right and so um, this is sort of irony in, in a way because at one point um, uh, Jamie Dimon right the CEO um, of Jamie Di uh, of, of JP Morgan Chase had called Bitcoin a fraud and was saying that Bitcoin was a fraud uh, but now, Right, uh, JP Morgan Chase has added uh, its first cryptocurrency exchange uh, customers. Right, and so now uh, CoinDesk, uh, or so CoinDesk has confirmed that. So now Coinbase uh, and Gemini, which are cryptocurrency exchanges, have now been, um, you know, added, uh, to, you know, you know, uh, by JP Morgan Chase as. Uh, you know, as 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 an exchange, which is big, right? Which is which is which is huge news, uh, because uh, at the end of the day, like this this is uh, signaling that as as a lot of people were saying, like I've been saying that uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency isn't going anywhere. I think the fact of the matter is that uh, the banks were were really uh, waiting for this to be regulated and i think that because coinbase and gemini are regulated exchanges uh, that's why jp morgan was eight was willing uh to you know to, to to jump into bed um and you know i think that um uh you know it's it's just one of those situations where uh you just just watch where the money goes that's all i'm gonna say you know watch where the money goes watch what what the big people are doing because that's gonna signal uh, either where the world is going or where they want the world to go i don't think blockchain is going anywhere i don't think cryptocurrency is going going anywhere um and so i do i definitely think that um you know this is this is big news 
Um, and, and also, uh, I also want, want you to realize how um, you also just can't trust what you know what people at the top are saying, right? Because the same guy, right? When when Bit, when, when Bitcoin was was at its peak, it was doing well. People were making a lot of money from it. This is the guy that everybody trusts that said, "Yo, Bitcoin's a fraud." And so now, when he said Bitcoin is a fraud, everybody started dumping it. Everybody started, uh, you know, getting rid of it, which 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 tanked the the price down. Um, and then now he's back in that business. So just understand how the markets work. You know, a lot of times the markets aren't about what's really going on. Sometimes the markets is, is about somebody's opinion who's trusted, and and if somebody who has a uh, a big voice says you know says something, uh, they could you know they could potentially get to a space where they're literally um you know uh, uh uh you know like uh tanking uh you know the 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 uh you know the stock market or whatever the case may be all right um another news on cryptocurrency uh, and this is for anybody out there who is trading uh cryptocurrency who's making money uh in cryptocurrency the irs wants to keep an eye on your crypto taxes, right? So the Internal Revenue Services, uh, they're seeking third-party contractors to help it assess whether certain U.S. taxpayers have properly paid taxes on their uh, crypto holdings, right? So according to an email uh, that was posted by uh, CryptoTrader.tax, um, uh, and it was verified by CoinDesk, it says that IRS Assistant Deputy Commissioner John Cardone said that the agency is looking for contractors to assist their revenue agents in calculating tax uh, payer gains or losses as a result of their transaction involving virtual currency. Um, at least uh, one other company in the space, which asked not to be named, also received the email. So that is uh, something that you have to, uh, you know, look, you know, look out for, uh, because uh, unlike, and so this is this is something that I want I want y'all to know, right? If you're trading cryptocurrency, this is what I want you to know. Unlike stocks, where you don't have to pay taxes on. Um, the gains until you realize the gain. So let me explain what that means, right? So you have ca you have something called capital gains. So let's say I buy Nike today at five dollars, right? And at the end of the year, uh, Nike goes up to ten dollars, which means that my my stock has double in price, right? Well, I don't have to pay taxes on that 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 doubling in in in, in price. Um, until uh, you know for that year because I still own the stock. I did not sell the stock, right? If I sold it in 2020 and realized the gain, right? So anytime you earn you you earn money uh, on stocks, it's called capital gains. If you lose money on stocks, uh, it's a capital loss, right? Capital meaning money, right? Meaning value, meaning your equity in the business. Um, and so with stocks, you don't have to pay uh, taxes on it unless it's a capital gain, right? Unless you realize the capital gain. Um, and so, like in that in that scenario, I, I put in five dollars, uh, you know, in Nike. Nike grew to ten dollars in that same year, and even in that same year, because I still own the stock, I don't have to pay capital gains. The only time I pay capital gains is when I sell it, right? But the difference in cryptocurrency is that with cryptocurrency, that's not the case. In cryptocurrency, each year you pay taxes on whatever the, the gain or the loss is, right? So let's say I bought Bitcoin at 3000 this year and then Bitcoin goes up uh, to 9000 Then that year for 2020, I have to pay taxes on that capital gain. 
Then the following year, let's say that nine thousand goes down to three thousand. Then I have to pay. I have. I, I have to get a deduction. You know, because of that capital loss, right? And so what what what, what I'm saying is that in cryptocurrency, uh, it's a different way you have to file your taxes. So that's why you have to make sure that if you are trading cryptocurrency, please, please, please hire an accountant, hire a CPA to do your taxes because they're going to. They should know if the right CPA should know, uh, crypt, you know how cryptocurrency is going to be taxed, um, and then they'll be able to report it the right way. Because, like I said, the IRS they want to keep an eye on your crypto taxes. They it's almost like a setup. They know that they're going to be. A lot of people out there who don't really understand how to file taxes on the cryptocurrency, um, and they want to catch, you know, whoever's out there not doing the right thing. And so, um, you know, they're, they're definitely out here uh, looking for third-party contractors in order to, um, you know, in order to, um, you know, assess those who are U.S. taxpayers. So. Uh, that's on that. Um, in other news, you know, I found this very, very interesting, uh, and I like it a lot. Um, Swiss Beats, right? Swiss Beats um, not only wants to give a minimum of $1 million to artists like Melly Mel, the Sugar, Han uh, Sugar Hill Gang, but he believes that rappers should be paying taxes to them as well, right? And so I, I love this idea, right? So I love this idea because... Um, you know, hip hop is a billion dollar business right now. And the truth of the matter is that the only reason that hip hop is a billion dollar business is because of the forefathers. It's because of the, the you know, the, the Melly Mel's, the Sugar Hill gangs, the, you know, the people who, you know, literally paved the way so that, you know, rappers could be making million, you know, bill, you know, millions and, and as a, as an industry, billions of dollars. Um, and so, you know he was he he was on a on a, on a live with Joe Button, uh you know like the Melly Mel's and the Sugar Hill Gang you know like reparations, uh you know of a million dollars but then also feels like there should be uh, taxes paid uh, to these rappers. I agree. Um, I do think that you know I've always thought that hip hop as a genre uh, should have its own bank should, or, or or like some type of credit union should have insurance uh, should have all these things yo swiss holla at me man let's talk man yo i would i would love to to start a, a hip hop run credit union um, and and start giving like rappers you know like have a union almost right like like rappers um, should be you know paying taxes uh, and 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 putting money towards um, you know what do you call it um you know, healthcare uh, and and financial education and 401ks and all that stuff. And I think that if organized the right way, uh, it could that could definitely be a um, you know something that happens. So, yo, Swiss, I'm your guy, yo. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about that. But I I, I found it dope. I definitely think it was dope uh, that he um, you know proposed that. Uh, I agree 100 uh, percent that that a lot of the um, you know, the rappers right now who are making millions of dollars, uh, they wouldn't be where they are uh, had it not been for the forefathers who, who put in work. And so uh, to see, you know, somebody, you know, you know, some of these forefathers not being in a position uh, to take care of their families, some of them, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember hearing stories and I won't name names out of respect, uh, but I, I remember hearing stories of, you know, forefathers working at retail spots, you know what I'm saying? Like and people recognize them in, in embarrassment, you know what I mean? People were taking pictures and things of that nature. Like, you know, there, there's been rappers who, who have passed away because they didn't have 
have health insurance. You know what I mean? Like it's just you know, and they and they put they put in so much work for the culture, and they build this culture, but the culture doesn't give back to them. You know what I'm saying? And 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 this is this is all fair, right? Because at the end of the day, there's so many um, other cultures. Uh, that have uh, that create funds that help people start businesses that stick together that create these these things that they don't let none of their own fall um, and I think that we need to start a- adopting that so salute the Swiss uh, definitely something that, I, that that I think needs to happen um, and other hip hop news uh, you know I don't want to get this guy uh, too much um, you know too much shine because uh, we talked about him yesterday but um, you know Takashi six six nine. Uh, was bragging about you know donating uh, two hundred thousand um, to um, the foundation called uh, No Kid Hungry, you know the No No Kid Hungry Foundation, um, and you know um, I think that yesterday the reason why he came up was because I felt like uh, there's no there's no rules or there's no um, and there's no laws or code of ethic as it relates to how people operate and things of that nature. And the fact that, you know, his video did 93 million uh, views, even if it was a sheer, um, you know, sheer curiosity if people were watching it to be curious, um, you know, still curiosity put money in his pocket. And I think that when you are, um, you know, not not conducting yourself in the right business way um, that, you know, uh, for, uh, for people to support you uh, when you're not doing right by the people who supported you or whatever the case may be. I, I talked about it yesterday, so I don't want to get back into it. But uh, I did find it uh, interesting that the No Kid Hungry Foundation um, did uh, reject the $200,000 um, donation. Um, you know, they did They did say uh, that the reason why they uh, rejected the donation was because uh, when they look at the people that they take donations from, uh, they, wanted, they want the people that they take money from, uh, they want th- them to align with their values. And, I, and I, that was all I was saying, um, that if you are going to support somebody, just make sure that they align with your values, you know. Um, and so, so I wanted to uh, bring that up. Uh, we got just I got a few more uh, news uh, articles that I'll open it up for questions for Ask Ask Cash. Uh, but the, the next one is uh, Uber. Uber wants to buy Grubhub. Um, and I, I kind of seen that coming in a way where a lot of, you know, you, you think about all of these different, um, you know, you know, food delivery spots, uh, you know, their their shares are, are jumping. In fact, I think Grubhub shares uh, shot up 29%. Um, but what, what's happening is that, you know, a consolidation might make sense. You know, a company like Uber, who is losing money on the Uber side, right, um, they, they are, um, you know, uh, 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 they are... Um, losing money on the right, you know, because nobody's really traveling as much. But then on the other side, you have um, Uber Eats that's doing well. So I think Consolid, I talked earlier about uh, Twitter, right, uh, allowing its employees to work from home permanently. If if that becomes a trend, I'm sure people are not going to want to eat at their homes all the time. They're going to, you know, start to, to focus on takeout more. So And so these companies are going to, uh, you know, it's going to be a necessity for that. All right, that's all I got for today in today's news. Uh, so I appreciate y'all for tuning in uh, to today's news. And so now uh, I want to open it up uh, for any, any questions. questions. You have questions, he has an answer. Ask Ash Cash. How can I get out of debt? Is this a good time a good to buy a, house? buy a house? What's a good credit score? It's a 401k. Yo. Who's Dow Jones? 
it's it's Desia, uh and, and talking about the Swiss Beats comment was saying you know do, so they want to wrap a union yes and I think I think I think it's it's overdue I think it's time yo somebody need to connect me with Swiss man I'm a, I'm, a, I'm gonna do my due diligence but I need to start having that conversation because I want in I think I think a lot of the stuff that he's doing is dope um, Keith Murray says I think it'll be great idea of Hove. Uh, for Hove to start a wealth management division around not Rock Nation. Um, I think that's coming, honestly. Um, I do think that's coming, uh, Keith, because I remember early on as he started doing, um, you know, the, the sports management thing, uh, part, of, part of the deal was to also um, do, you know, start, you know, doing like financial education towards uh, these athletes and things of that nature. So I wouldn't be surprised if Rock Nation started a wealth management division <clears throat> uh, if they, you know, if they if they needed somebody to to help run that as well, uh, you know that that I think that would be dope. Uh, there's definitely a lot of qualified people who who both know uh, the the money game and know the hip hop game. Uh, that would be a, a perfect fit. <laughs> That'd be a perfect fit to help run that wealth management division around not Rock Nation. But I, but 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 in all seriousness, I do think it's coming. Uh, I do think it's coming. Uh, each artist should have a stock uh, where the public can invest in them. I think that's a great idea. I actually got my my, my, my guy. I don't want to give up too too much information, um, but I got my guy um, uh, Joel, uh, who's working on an app that would allow uh, artists to uh, or allow yeah allow people to invest in artists uh, from an equity perspective. So uh, you know once that's you know I, I'll I'll spill the beans once his app is out. But he is working on that. But that's a great idea. I do think that that uh, it would be dope if artists were like publicly traded entities uh, that people could like their their fans could gain equity and invest in. I think that's a great idea. Um, is Dacia says wait. Uh, wait, hold on. Is Dacia says wait. They refuse money to feed children. Um, that's a double edged sword, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we, we were talking about six nine, how he. Uh, donated money to you know to this foundation that feeds children, um, and he donated two hundred thousand dollars, and and they denied it. Um, it's like it's like blood money almost, right? It's like if you have this, I mean, it, it's it's up to you. I'm not telling people what to do, but if you have the, these, um, if you have uh, a set of morals and guidelines and stuff, and you know that the money that's coming in doesn't align with what you're doing, you have to make a decision. Some people accept it though. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying not, right? Like it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like this, right? It's like saying um, somebody who is against gun violence accepting money from Smith and Weston to, to, to push their, their cause. I mean, some people do it, right? Because I remember, like, I remember, you know, um, Phyllis, you know, Philip Morris, um, you know, the cigarette company donating to cancer research. You know what I'm saying? The meat, the meat industry uh, donates to to to, uh, to to diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, how can you be the cause of it? You know, and 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 still, do it's, it's like it's like back in the day, where like drug dealers were were, were pumping the streets with heroin, right? They were pumping the streets with heroin. And then they would they would give away turkeys, and people would would, would, would be like, "Oh my God, they're the, they're the gods!" You know what I mean? Like, "Oh my God, these are the gods!" No, they're killing your community. They're making millions of dollars from killing people in your community, and they're giving out turkeys, and 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 bus trips, and and you and you excited about that? Like, I don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 how how can the the cause of the of the thing uh, donate money to the thing and it'd be okay? And I'm not saying like six thought is causing hunger, but it's 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 along those lines. And I just think that you know, I mean, for me, um, as a business person, I I'm very careful about uh, who I align myself with. That's all. You know, I'm very careful with that. Like, I've had opportunities to align myself with certain brands uh, that wanted access to my community. But if I didn't feel like they were doing the right thing for my community, I didn't want, I didn't want to partner with them. Simple. This, I could have easily took the bag. I promise you. Right? Because people, you know, people see my numbers. Right? People see my numbers. Uh, people see my engagement. Um, and so I've had, you know, um, uh, like le- lending companies, like, who who are borderline like payday lenders that I don't agree with have come to me and say, hey, uh, I had prepaid debit cards come to me um, saying, hey, can you promote this to your to your audience? Um, and 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 I could have took the money, but at the end of the day, I gotta do what's right for my people, and and, and I gotta understand what why am I really in it is what I, I guess I guess what the what the goal is. Am I am I am I waking up four in the morning? to scour through news uh, and write articles and teach my community about, you know, financial freedom, generational wealth, all that stuff. Am I, am I waking up that early doing all that because I'm trying to make money or do I really care about my community? You know what I'm saying? And so if it's the latter, right, if it's really caring, you know, obviously, you know, I got kids to feed. I got to take care of myself. So that's why I, I, I write books, right? That's why I write books so people could buy books. That's why I have online courses and people could 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 go and create subscriptions and do you know what I'm saying that's why I do that because I it's the it's the balancing out of doing good but then getting paid right it's called social entrepreneurship but at the same time as you as you're doing social entrepreneurship you can't just accept any you know any dollar that comes to you uh, if your mission is is tied into it, so that's my that's that's I'm gonna get off my soapbox but that's how I feel um, you know that's why I'm okay with them um, you know. Not taking the money. Um, uh, Success J says a lot of jobs uh, have went to India and more will go. Your thoughts? Um, it's it's a tough one, right? That's a tough one because when you think about uh, jobs are going to India, uh, there's a lot of jobs going to the Philippines, um, and I think that, and I'll be I'm gonna give you, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a hundred percent with you, right? Um, I even explored looking at hiring virtual assistants in in Philippines, right? Because when I look at my business structure um, as a growing business, I want to hire more people. Um, and and in order for me to hire more people, I need to make more money. And so if if if, if at the early stages, so so I, I'll tell you my business structure, right? So you know, right now, you know, you know, obviously not obviously, but I make enough money to take care of, like my family and stuff like that. Uh, but at the end of the day. Uh, I bring people and getting the right people on the bus and things of that nature. Um, and so uh, what happens is uh, for me to, like for instance, right, I have somebody that I pay, um, I won't say how much I pay them, but I pay somebody uh, to help me out with this show, right? Um, and I could easily pay somebody less uh, in the Philippines or India to do the same job, but because I like the intimacy of being able to, you know, speak to them all the time, text them and all that stuff, that's why I'm like, all right, I'll pay that premium. But there's other stuff within my business that I don't really need 
uh, uh, intimacy. Like, I don't need, uh, maybe that's the wrong word, but I don't need to be, like, talking to them all the time. I give you a task, you do the task and get it over with. Um, and so if I, those type of positions, if I am, am using people in the States that, that racks up my, um, my expenses and then now... Um, I may not be able to afford to expand my business how I want to expand it. So in my case, um, I'm okay with going, and I haven't yet. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just being transparent that I've thought about it. Um, you know, I I have explored, you know, using a VA, um, a, a virtual assistant in another country because the prices you can't really beat the price. I could get. 40 hours of work, right? I could get somebody to work for me 40 hours and I could pay them $100 a week, right? And it's not that I'm getting over on them because their cost of living is lower over there. And so my $100 a week translates to $5,000 a week for them, right? Like if you do the exchange and so they could live off of $100 a week working for me 40 hours. Who, who am I hiring in, in, in this country for, four, for, uh, for, for $100 for 40 hours? It's not happening. Right. Uh, and so I, there are some tasks like mundane stuff, like I'm talking about research stuff. I'm talking, There's mundane tasks that I would rather pay somebody overseas to do um, and then save, you know, save money and still because because the stuff that they could do at 40 hours, actually, at one hundred dollars could probably make me a thousand dollars. Right. If they do the right research and all that stuff, that can make me more money. And now I have a thousand dollars more a week that I could hire people here in the country. So I so I say that to say that I do think that um, jobs are going. Um, but I, I don't I don't think that, that I don't think that they're the jobs that require a lot of skill. Um, and so I think that this is a time for us here uh, in the United States to step our skill set up. Right. Like like no, like I can't be outsourced. Ash Cash cannot be outsourced. You can't find somebody in India or the Philippines to do what I do because it's all up here. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a mindset. It's a skill set. It's a, you know, I bring value to, to, to the marketplace. Um, and so I just think that everybody uh, should be working on their skill set so that, they, that they're not replaceable. You know what I'm saying? You must not know about me. You must not know about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I could get, no, you can't get another me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that just, the song just came to my head. I'm sorry. Sometimes I black out like that. So, yeah, but no. You know what I'm saying? You can't get another me. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that everybody knowing that a lot of, you know, think about, it's not it's not just outsourcing to India and, and the Philippines either, right? It's also, um, you know, AI, you know, uh, 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 you know um, artificial intelligence. It's also robots. It's also Whole Foods with their cashless, um, you know, you know their cashless registers, right? And so that's not, the, the, the threat is not just people. You know, the, the threat is also, um, you know, uh, artificial intelligence. The threat is also robots, right? And so at the end of the day, it's important that you step your skills up. People have been saying this for years, but now it's 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 close. It's getting closer and closer to reality. You know what I'm saying? People have been saying this for years, but it's getting closer to closer to reality. So step, you know, you got you got to step your step your game up. Step your, um, you know, your your uh, skill game up. So that's my thoughts. Um, K22, right? K22 says, um, my son is 20. He is sitting at home collecting $600 a week in unemployment. What do you recommend uh, he do with his money? Invest in a business. Invest in himself. He's 20 years old, getting $600 a week. 
yo, he needs to be starting a business because that $600 a week is going to is gonna run out. And so as his $600 a week runs out, um, he, he wants to be able to, uh, you know, make sure that he's investing in himself so he, he creates a skill. When that $600 a week runs out, he want to he he wants to he should be able to have a skill that he could double that make twelve hundred dollars a week make a make make two thousand dollars a week, um, and so I would say, you know, there's a lot of uh, online uh, places um, that are offering certificates or courses and coding and all that, so he can learn a new skill. I would definitely say that. Uh, I would definitely start a business. That's that's without a doubt. I would start a business. Reason why he's getting that six hundred a week means that he was working for somebody at some point, uh, so he has some type of skill. But learn something new, learn something that he loves to do, uh, start a business, so that after that six hundred runs out, he doesn't have to go look for another job. He could actually stay home still and and run his business. So that's what I would say. Um, uh, my, my 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 guy J Jason Claire, there's going to be a uh, come a point where you won't be able to read all the names in less than a few hours. Um, I, I, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I, I, and, and I received that. Yes. At some point, you know what I'm saying? At some point, you know, we're going to be rocking so much. So make sure go to ashcashtv.com. Um, you know, subscribe to me on YouTube. Um, you know, so, so you can get your daily news. And then yes, you know, the goal, you know what I'm saying? Like the goal of the Ash Cash show, we're going to, we're going to rank this up. You know what I mean? Like at some point we're going to have hundreds of thousands of people uh, on the check-in. We're going to have millions of people on the check-in. We're going to have hundreds of thousands, um, you know, mind right moguls in the building. You know what I'm saying? So Christopher Ford, salute. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the gang now, right? The gang, the gang that we call, we call in our tribe. Everybody that checks in every day is a mind right mogul. Right, because we 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 implement and mindset shifts one one person at a time, um, and we gonna we gonna we gonna change the world. We gonna because because you change the world by changing your mindset, and that's the goal. We gonna you know mind right, life right, mind right, grind right, mind right, money right, mind right, health right. You know what I'm saying? Mind right, moguls. We all in the building. Salute to y'all. You know what I mean? Salute to my mind right, moguls. You know what I'm saying? Um, so PK Dixon says, do you like the Robin Hood investing app? If not, what is the way you suggest uh, beginning to purchase individual stocks? Uh, so that's a great question because uh, e yesterday I did a, I did a live uh, with my guy Kiss Ravelin, uh, who is you know my uh, you know go-to guy for cryptocurrency and, and things investing, um, and so um, you know it came up right that. Um, uh, Robin Hood does not offer individual stocks. They offer what's called contracts of differences, uh, which is a contract between investment bankers and uh, the, you know, the bank or, or the, the, the person or the, you know, cryptocurrency provider. Um, and, and they, and, you know, and they give you dividends through that. Um, I do, I want to look into that some more because I, I was doing some research um, and I was uh, looking at whether they, they, they're they offering, you know, real, you know, real stock or, or contracts or whatever the case may be. Uh, but uh, what I would say, PK, is that, um, you know, I think at one point Robin Hood was a good, good place to go uh, because Robin Hood was, was, was offering, um, you know, commission free, um, uh, investment, right? Like you, like you could get, you could buy your stock commission free. Uh, but, but, the, but the truth of the matter is that Charles Schwab offers, uh, you know, commission free. TD Ameritrade offers commission free. Like there's other uh, discount brokers that are offering commission free. Um, and some of them have better customer service. Some of them have, uh, you know, uh, more intel or uh, research and things of that nature. And so I don't necessarily think that Robinhood uh, is the top 
my top pick anymore. It used to be because from a from a purely uh, economical standpoint, I just thought it was dope uh, that you know that um, Robin Hood allowed you to uh, buy stock and you didn't have to pay for it. But I think that now, um, you know, Cash App, uh, I buy I buy stock on Cash App now. Like I tested it, um, and so I, you know, I, I bought Walmart, I bought Amazon, I bought Alibaba, all on Cash App. Uh, so Cash App is, a, is 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 a place to look. But you got the traditionals. You got I, I also have an account with TD Ameritrade um, for full disclosure. So TD Ameritrade is is good, uh, you know Charles Schwab. So I so I, I don't I don't know if um, uh, Robin Hood is the, is my first choice anymore. It used to be, but I, I don't I don't think it's my first choice anymore. Appreciate PK. That, appreciate that question. Um, Coco Vanilla, what up, Coco? I see you in the building. Uh, we got uh, would love to incorporate a building wealth session in my next book. Would love to interview you and incorporate your ideas. That's a uh, dear. Uh, ghetto mind, dear ghetto mind. Um, email me info at mindrightmoney.com. Let's 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 get it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, we got we got we got uh, Sandra Savage in the building. More wine for you. I see you. The way banks will function and operate amid this pandemic. Um, so Dej eighty three. I think I, I think um, you're saying that are they gonna still operate the same way? I think no. Um, I think that banks are going to have to change the way they operate. I mean, especially, like I said, you know, you got uh, interest rates are all-time low. You got um, uh, the president uh, suggesting that that the Fed do a, a negative interest so that banks could owe money if they hold on to cash. Uh, so I think that banks are going to be forced to operate in a different different manner. They're going to have to figure some things out. And so I, th I think, you know, uh, amid this pandemic, um, the, the economy is going to be different. The economy is going to be uh, different than we've ever seen before. Um, and, and we've got to be ready for that. I don't know what that's going to look like because things are changing every day, but I do think that things are going to be different. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, so I got some questions that I'm going to pop up. Uh, so, all right, so we got um, on IG, we got uh, uh, Mark, uh, Mr. Mark Bonnet um, says, how do you feel about e-commerce as a business to start during the pandemic? That is, that is the business you should start, <laughs> period, period, period. That's the business you should start. I think, I think, I think that that's number one on my list. Number one on my list, if you want to start anything during this pandemic, you should start an e-commerce business, period. Not a comma, not, not a but, not a if, period. E-commerce is the business you should start if you uh, want to start a business during this pandemic, period. Because at the end of the day, um, starting an e-commerce is low overhead, not a lot of money. Actually, you can start e-commerce with no money, um, and so and so that's that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, you 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 could go direct to the consumer, and so you don't have to do uh, a lot of uh, advertising or whatever. I mean, you do have to do advertising, but you you can reach people directly, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can you can reach them. Number three, if you do take out advertising, you know exactly who you're reaching, and so it's a no-brainer. Any other business you start is probably going to take time and money. With e-commerce, you don't necessarily need, need, need time or money. You can start an e-commerce business today, right? 
Like you're hearing my voice right now, you could start an e-commerce business today. I'm talking about today. By noon, you could be up and running. It's 8.55. By noon, you could be up and running. Uh, so, yes. I think, I think, I think yes. All right. We got, we, we got uh, AUE locks uh, with deflation on the horizon, with negative interest rate, et cetera, uh, is getting into real estate-wise right now. Uh, and then also, let me see, uh, also taking loans to make to invest in real estate. Um, yes. Uh, so so here so here's the deal. I, th- I I do think that getting into real estate is is wise right now, uh, especially with deflation, right? Especially because money is gonna be cheap, and so if money is gonna be cheap, that means you could borrow money for nothing to get assets that might cost something. Um, is is deflation a long term solution? No. They're just doing that to stimulate the economy. So if money is going to be cheap in the short term, but but have, it has to go. You can't do deflation for long. So it has to go back up eventually. Um, and so, yes, I think if, uh, taking money to invest in real estate, because in, in the long term, real estate is going to go up. I think taking money to do that is 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 a smart thing. Um, my only caveat to that is that if you're going into real estate now um, and you find a good deal, that's good. Uh, I personally... Uh, am, am looking at property that I would at least wait six months. You know what I'm saying? Like I would at least wait to like November just to kind of see how things kind of pan out because I do think that uh, real estate might, you know, lose value um, uh, in the short term and then you could, you, could, you, could, you, could, you could make some money in the short term. So I, I appreciate that question. Appreciate you as always. Um, Success J says a lot of jobs went to India uh, more woke. Oh, okay, we, we answered that already, so I appreciate that. Um, uh, Kalila John says, uh, should I day trade with my stimulus money? Do you, do you still need a LinkedIn connection uh, for going live? All right, so there's two questions. So, yes, I still need a LinkedIn connection. Uh, I want to go live on LinkedIn as well, so I appreciate you. Um, the, the, sec- the first question, though, is should I day trade with my stimulus money? Uh, if you understand day trading. Um, I know people that make thousands of dollars doing day trading, but that's all they do, though. They don't do nothing else, right? Like, they're committed to day trading. They understand day trading. They've done their research in day trading. They do all that stuff. And so I think that day trading is a viable business, uh, but you have to know what you're doing. So, yes, if you know what you're doing. Um, all right. Uh, can you write an ebook on starting an ebook, uh, an e-commerce business? Sean is marketing. Yes, I will do that. Uh, it's funny because I I have I had this request yesterday. I just got a lot of um, I just got a lot of things on my plate uh, that 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 I have to uh, kind of finish that I I can't necessarily put over writing the ebook. But I will though. I will. Uh, I promise y'all. Uh, I will write an ebook on how to start an e-commerce business. I will do that. Um, I don't want to commit. I don't like to say y'all I'll do it this week and then y'all don't get it. Um, but, but I think this weekend, uh, maybe Saturday, I might have some time to do it. So maybe I'll have it by Monday. Uh, but if not by Monday, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll weave it into my schedule, uh, next, you know, next week. All right. I got, I got a minute and 50 seconds, uh, 57 seconds left. Uh, so I appreciate y'all. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see what else, who else, who else. Let me see if I can run through these comments real quick in a minute and 48 seconds. Uh, stash and acorns are not the best way to save or set up a retirement fund. If you want uh, quality beef, uh, you want to go uh, to McDonald's, uh, you would do 
do uh, do nice steakhouse. That's my guy Kiss Ravelin uh, saying that. Uh, you need a clone, brother. I do. I need a clone, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm definitely at at the space where uh, I'm looking to to, to expand. Uh, this is this is uh, a financial education outlet for the culture, uh, the first of its kind, uh, and I'm looking to expand on it. So 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 stay tuned. Uh, I appreciate you, dreams to real life. Um, my my guy Eddie says, uh, "Morning, King. Uh, wish you good health and stay blessed." Now I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Now I, I'm I'm in this for the long haul. I definitely believe that uh, this is my calling, and I'm you know I'm gonna make it happen. Any you know in any which way. I bet. Uh, 52 seconds until they sign me off. Uh, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to Ash Cash Show every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Go to ashcashtv.com so you can subscribe to me on YouTube. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the, the podcast, the ashcashshow.com. Uh, go to mindrightmoney.com for news. Go to shop.mindrightmoney uh, so you can uh, buy some, some planners, some e-guys, some books. Uh, my cash app i am ash cash if you want to donate uh to the fund uh and 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 you know join the movement man the mind right moguls we are in the building we're gonna take over for the nine nine and the two no, for the 2020 uh and the and beyond mind right moguls i am ash cash signing out peace, peace. Baby, I got your money.